Welcome to the MCO Advisors Podcast. In this episode, Ryan and Corey talk about distributing your content and tips for stretching it out across platforms. Zach, when you made the beat, did you sample something, something foreign? Because I can hear something foreign, right? That that beat matches that that um, that hook. Something foreign, like that match. Sampled that from. Uh, I just clicked details. I don't know where it's sending me. Um, yeah, interested, Zach. What's up, Anthony? How's it going there? You know, Anthony, you're gonna really enjoy Friday. We got to promote that. I was talking to Panko and decided that while we're going to talk about YouTube and lean into that as him as a guest this Friday, um, got to at least talk about it. I should have at least posted. What's up, Sid? But um, you'll especially enjoy it, Anthony, because it's going to be talking about uh, his business model and challenging fee-based versus AUM model. He's way against it. I feel like you're you really believe in what you do he really believes in what he does i feel like that would be a really good uh really good conversation so if you're around anthony feel free to jump in and scream in the comments on friday that's uh that's a tough one for anthony so he has to play he has to debate through text comments when anthony uh, when when panko has the floor We can't bring Anthony on. <laughs> can't do it. No, that would be fun. I think he mentioned this before about the discussion and having it with Panko uh, and having the having the debate. <laughs> That's yeah, exactly, Keith. We talked about this before. I accidentally popped it up, but I was thinking about that, um, and I think that would be a great idea. I just think this is a cool topic to challenge everything. Something that he believes in immensely, and I, I just uh, I think it would be fun. Uh, you know, Anthony. Let me. Let, let, I don't want to. I don't want to call him out or anything, or, or or change the show. He seems like a passionate dude, though. I'm sure he would be fine with it. Maybe I'll see what he wants to do. Let me know what you're doing at 9:30, Anthony. I don't know if we should. I don't know if we should change the show or uh or just just. You guys have in. the debate. I'll take my morning back and get some shit done. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. One of the things that I have to focus on, obviously, I want to get into that because it's fun, but we have to spend a decent amount of time on his YouTube channel. It's growing extremely fast uh, and not just looking at numbers. I know we talk about vanity metrics, but he's up to 2000 something followers. And for somebody who has an hour long videos on technical financial topics, I just think I would like to be explained if he's spending money getting those subscribers. He says it's working. I want to hear how much. So obviously we want to lead into marketing too. It's I, I don't want to. That's the reason I didn't want to make it just a debate. Anthony is because uh, I, I think it would be two shows mixed together. Yeah, exactly. But uh, what I'll do is uh, I think that's smart. I'll give him the obviously we're going to lead into the marketing. Um, talk about his YouTube channel, how he's doing everything. Lead into his his model though, because I do believe that his marketing ties into his business all as one. How he's offering people and who he's specifically working with and how he's charging does appeal to that group, it seems. So it, it, it all works together. And when we talked about that, that's when I realized I had to bring in at least the conversation about how he charges because um, it's it's a web. It's a web of Panko. So Friday will be cool. And I'll be excited to talk to him about content and all that good stuff. And for today, uh, we're going to be talking about distribution. And we've talked about this a few times, Corey, but I think it's 
extremely important and easy to bring up and talk about for 30 minutes. What about it? I think we're still in the stage or most people feel overwhelmed by creating so many pieces of content. They always think they need new ideas. But I think one of the things that you bring up all the time and one of the things you're really good at is explaining to people that if you have you know, a lot of meat on the bone for a subject, and in the example I had in the description today was a 12-minute video about Roth conversions, you can chop that up and distribute it over the next month, share it in your email, and a few other things that I think keeps you busy enough on that one piece of content. Yeah, I totally, I mean, obviously, that's something I totally believe in. We had a conversation yesterday with a client who put a two-minute video together. And within that video, in real time, we were like, oh, you need to chop out. I literally have it in my notes. One minute 12 to one minute 48. That's its own video. That's 30 seconds of its own clip. Use that. Then take that, turn the what you said into a piece of digital content, put that over on top of some sort of graphic or image. Now you've got two things going. I mean, this is... Um, I'm with you. I think what happens is a lot of people feel like they need to create something new every time, but actually what you need to do is go back to the stuff where you really went deep and then extract the tidbits from it. Cause the tidbits are what we want to digest and consume anyways. And here's where I wanted to make this show extra tangible and how I started breaking it down. And the, the, one of the thing that's best about these events that I write and write, write in the description beforehand, like an hour is because I, I swear I lean into the episode one way and then I write the description and then I go back and then I'm like, no, this is, this is the better topic to lean into. Uh, I think we've been talking a lot about having a foundation on YouTube. Keith talks about it a lot. Uh, and I think where that's that's you know th whether the first or second Google where people are researching you, and I think it's good to focus on that pillar content. And the reason I wanted to focus on distribution today is because while people are doing that, while they're taking that pillar content, I wanted to give those examples of telling you how you can take those videos, cut them up, spread them out, and distribute them across the board so that they're actually being seen and consumed, and. I had a, a few different ways to do that. And uh, specifically because everybody's kind of in the mode of making YouTube videos, here's how to reuse the content and stretch it out. Yeah, so are you saying that you wanna get into the nitty gritty of how to, or you wanna talk at the 5,000 foot level of why you should and, and what you should be doing? I wanna talk about, well, I'll, I wanna talk about the specifics of Having okay, so let me just break down kind of where I was going with with the description and leave from there. You can decide what level feet we're at. <laughs> um, <laughs> in terms of you have your twelve minute you have your twelve minute video, uh, and you chop it up into you know three four minute videos or four three minute videos, let's say, and spread them out once a week over the next four weeks of little bits of commercials. So you have your one pillar content that's posted to YouTube organically. You have your description, you work on the tags, and now you have that piece of content. Rather than, I think, always thinking about the next idea, I wanted to focus on how do I break that piece of content down and spread it out. So I'm cutting it up, like I said, and spreading one, two, three-minute video, if you can, over the next month, once a week. Each time I'm explaining that video with text, uh, wherever it's posted organically, Facebook, LinkedIn, I would always post it regular there or regular organically and post the link in the comments for now. 
I see a lot of people who are, I feel still successful sharing their YouTube page directly. I just think platforms want you to stay there and the organic video shows better. It looks better. And no matter what, even when I see a YouTube channel, it looks like a link. I don't necessarily feel like leaving. I think giving it to people right there is important. So you have in the link in the comments, if I see the video that's enticing enough, then I'll go. I just think we need a lot to take us to a new platform these days. So if I'm going to cross promote, I would suggest trying to be organic, but still give people the opportunity. I'm doing it in real time today, like myself. Like I want people, I'm starting to try to generate what, you know, more viewership to my YouTube channel and, and build a platform there. And what I'm doing is the tease approach. Like there's a reason that Oreo and Chips Ahoy started to make their cookies smaller and in little bite-sized things that you could put in a baggie and take 30 of them or 10 of them with you instead of two normal-sized cookies. It's psychological. Like when we're in the feed, if I see a video that's 32 seconds, I might want to give you 32 seconds. If I see that it's four minutes and 32 seconds, I might make a mental note that I'll come back to it just because I don't have five minutes to give you right now. So for me, I look at it like doing both things and, and teasing your audience along. Like I'll it's a four minute video. I put it on YouTube. I would prefer you go to YouTube, subscribe and watch it on YouTube. But I'm sensitive to the fact that I, why, why take you away from a place where, where you want to be, which is the LinkedIn feed or the Facebook feed or wherever you are consuming. So instead of pulling you and extracting you out of there, let me give you um, either the full video or some bite-sized clips to then tease you to maybe come see me later at a different platform. I, I think it's it's about blending. It's about breaking, it, it, feeding people in the um, feeding their appetite with the amount of food that they actually want at the moment is is kind of the way I look at look look at it. I agree, uh, and I would also say that especially on social media, I know it's quicker, but if you think like you can only you're maxed out at ten minutes on a video on LinkedIn, so if you have your twelve minute video, you have to cut some out anyway, and sometimes you can't post all organically. I completely agree that if you're under 10 minutes, I would share the whole thing and I would share little snippets of it and go back to the whole thing and share the link like from the show is one of the things that I've been trying to do. So if I make those clips of myself recording myself, it comes in and then I can uh, chop that up and then I can share the link back to my own LinkedIn of if people want to see that live show. Now, if it was Here's a tip YouTube for a lot of you else, guys, a lot of folks are going to people are going to listen to this and like. All right, dude. So I, I post the video, the full video, and then you want me to what? Use like I don't want to use up all my social equity posting clip after clip after clip after clip. Okay, I get that. Here's here's a here's something that everyone should be doing, and why we've talked about this in the past. You need to have a page dedicated to your firm. So you're John Smith, you're a CFP. Well, you also have John Smith Financial Wealth Management or whatever. Create a page for that. Use that page to disseminate 75% of the content that you want out into the world. Um, Nick, I know you guys are doing that with know my plan. Uh, you know, there's a, it's, it's using, you don't have to use your brand equity, your personal brand equity for every activity. That's why I really like having a page, um, an account page for your business. Now I don't want to overwhelm folks and have you guys sit and be like, all right, Jesus, man, like I got to create video. I got to chop video. I got to, create all this content from that. And then on top of that, I have to have an account page. Don't do it all at once, but this is something to consider. 
Yeah. And more so I say like, that's why I think I, I, I break it down into chop. Like you have one video, you're chopping that up. That's your content for the month. I don't think we have an issue where any advisor is producing too much content. And we're like, Hey man, if you're having trouble posting all this stuff, open up a brand page. I think more so people are having trouble figuring out the consistent ideas and what to post and how to make I guess the impact and and if they make a really good video, then they just post it once and then it doesn't go as far as they thought. So maybe it's that now they don't know how to judge the video because there's actually no data at all. So it's hard to figure out like <clears throat> choking on my own spit. It's hard to figure out like where they're going. Uh, and I think it's been simple to explain to somebody to chop that up. Like you said, whether iMovie, whatever of literally just cutting little pieces off. You don't need the graphics and and titles and subtitle. You know, you can do all that. But at the very least, I think reusing that content and spreading it out. Um, and that's why I also say spreading it out over the next month. You can have, and that can be your topic for the month. Maybe you're focusing on 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 Roths or taxes or whatever. Maybe that's what you're talking about all the time. But that can be, your, your posts can feed in between your videos. Some things I, I realize is whenever I'm creating content, I pick a show topic that's kind of what I stick to for the next couple of days, whether it's distributing content or editing content or whatever. It's it kind of builds off itself. And I think I, that will happen for you guys too. I mean, I don't think any advisor watching or is necessarily saying I have a problem because I have too much content and I don't have enough days in the week to get it out. But I do right. think, especially with some of the folks in these comments, you know who you are. Uh, I think there are some people who have created enough long form content and enough content period, they have a library that if they asked my opinion, I would be like, guys, the next thing I would do is hire somebody to like, I don't know if it's full-time, part-time, what? And I would hire somebody to be like, I want three pieces of content going out from this brand every single day. Yeah. Here's my library. Here's my folder. Yeah. And I think there's a handful of guys I'm looking at their names. I know who, you know, I would be doing that because I think that would change their business. And it it's, it's taking off, it's more than they can handle, right? They are, they're, they're creating content. They need someone to curate and disseminate it. I agree. I completely agree. Unless you love doing it like Keith. That's a dream, man. Like, no, I mean, Keith's one of the people I'm thinking about. Yeah. Well, I, well, I think, I think Keith creates the content. Yeah. I would then say Keith finds somebody who can come in and take everything you've created and bite size it. True. Anthony, True. same Nick, same like, I mean, now I'm naming names. <laughs> yeah, no, but it. Uh, I, I agree. Um, spe especially when you say getting bored, I think that's why it helps to have somebody else edit. That's what I've been thinking about. I think I say the same thing. I just need somebody to do something with the videos, talk about the topics, and like, hey, make this into something you know consumable. I think it is, it is, it is hard to do. We talk about marketing, and it's really this enormous umbrella, right? It's like, what are you supposed to be good at? Um, and I think even for people who are really talented, like we're looking at, doesn't mean you can't have somebody else do something for you so you can take your talent at scale a little bit more. That's and let's not that, say that no for the other person. Like I'm with. really big on that. Like you might be bored with your content. I might be bored with my content. I might think this not very good, this one, whatever, but the world, like we can't say no for everybody else. And a lot of people want to consume the stuff that we're all creating. And I, um, I would really lean into getting more of it out is, is where I go with it. For real, Keith is going to end up cutting his grass like six days a week if you take away editing videos from no, him. No, no, no. Keith makes and more. That's what Keith does. Just make more. He's going to adjust his rock wall and clean his pool. 
you know what I mean? It's just gonna, um, Corey, but, I made a, um, yeah, I just hired Corey, Corey. Uh, I have a four minute and 30 second thing this week. We've got this from last week. We've got this, this, this. Now it's just, it's just the junior person chopping up the edit. Like they're not actually editing. We're just clipping at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um, Oh, and in terms of also distributing strategy, one thing I wanted to to lean on a little bit is do you talk to your current households about YouTube? Do you put it into your email newsletter or whether it's in your print newsletter? One of the things I always say and always go back to is speaking towards your individuals and marketing to your current households. So whether you have a podcast, whether you have that YouTube link and you share it, um, and, and then specifically whether you're in meetings and you're speaking about it, I really think that people appreciate watching you online, whether free or or paid or whatever. People get lost in the content and seeing you all the time and and feel comfortable with the advice. And if they like if they like you, you know, during the meetings, then they're going to enjoy you throughout the year when you're when you're sharing this stuff with them. So I'm really big on that um, and spending some time distributing to it. So in those four weeks that you're putting those clips on social media, maybe you're resharing your video once every two weeks into your email list and just talking about it a different way. You know, you introduce it the first time, then in two weeks later, you say, hey, didn't know if anybody saw this video. I also have a YouTube channel, blah, blah, blah. That's the way that I also like to push content and make sure that everybody's seeing it. Yeah, I mean, for sure. That's... Uh... That's also, you know, lay up content for your newsletters, which I think a lot of people struggle with. What do I say? Like, these guys don't want market updates every two weeks. Uh, you know, I don't want to give them the canned stuff. That's Perfect. my point. That, that's my whole point is if we're if we're chopping up enough of the stuff that we already have, we can eliminate not only the canned stuff, but that stuff that doesn't matter. You know, people can always look up the stock market and things like that. That has to be the last thing that we talk about. Really, I feel like I mean, in in a general sense, possibly, but <clears throat> to talk about you just uh, hedged the shit out of what you just said. <laughs> what do you mean? I heard possibly, maybe, potentially, like yeah. <laughs> <or> like <laughs> no, it it putting it on like we we were just having a conversation yesterday, seeing it on the website or people yeah. sharing content. This was my point of bringing that up. Nick Nielsen had a cool drawing yesterday of where the market may go. High level stuff, drawings right in his wheelhouse. It was about the market. But to say that, you know, specifically sharing a graph about the S&P 500 and thinking somebody's going to look at that and click with that and then reach out to you for that, that I think is the mistake. That's the too technical. It's it's we understand it. We look at it as advisors. And if anything, I think it brings us comfort in terms of investing. But for other people who are so high level, it's like, what is that? You know, that's where you need to make something. We're sharing too much stuff, charts, market watch, noise, articles, whatever. We're sharing too much stuff. We need to create more layman terms, layman's terms content, or it's not going to get through to people. You know, we're not we're not solving problems, and and we're not we're not talking about what people really resonate with. I think it's been coined by the MCO Group as consumable human content. Say that again. I think the MCO folks have coined it as consumable human content, not layman content. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Too. That's good. That's what we've been talking about for a month. <laughs> <laughs> consumable human content. I feel like that's got to be coined by somebody. That's a, uh, I mean, I know it's obvious and I know we talk about it a lot and I feel like that's part of connecting the dots, but that's part of the strategy that you can re recreate. You can do that every quarter. 
You can do that every three months. I would change the copy so you're not just literally copying and pasting, but a nice reminder of something that you really care about, or we always call it pillar content. If, if that's what's going on YouTube and that's what you're sharing, every, that's what you get known for. So maybe, maybe we, <clears throat> I'm dying this morning. Maybe we feel like it's old, but it's just a reminder for everybody of what we stand for. And it makes them feel comfortable of what we focus on and just our mission. I think that's what a brand is. Something has to become a little sticky and it has to be some type of message. And if we're sharing new ideas and trying to always reinvent the wheel and do something new and new and new and never, never repeating, you're actually missing the opportunity to have like a chorus that people remember about you. And I think that's important in content is where we get bored, but people enjoy a chorus. It's really the only part of the song that they remember. So that's the way I think about it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all about it. Um, I mean, we're in, in danger of repeating ourselves at this point, just because I, um, you know, one of the things that sticks out actually from yesterday, I want to bring up was we were having a chat with one of our clients and we went through this entire thing about building their marketing foundation, their pillar mm -hmm. content. And he was like, I feel so good. I feel like, you know, I'm finally marketing. I'm finally getting things done. Like marketing's moving. Um, you know, I was telling my wife, my marketing activity is really, really getting there. And at the end of the call, we're like, you're not actually marketing anything what we're doing is just establishing your brand at this point. Like we've done yeah. nothing marketing related. Yeah. Um, I completely agree. Completely agree. Um, and somebody posting a video on LinkedIn, got a phone call and had a conversation with somebody. And then, um, and, and to see something work like that, and to, to, it makes it so much easier to double down on something when somebody has a little taste of what can happen or what really works, whether it's in the comments, whether it's in the messages. Once you pick up the phone and talk to an individual, I think it feels a lot more real. And that's the thing that I always, you know, am, am angst for when, when we're working with somebody is that it's, uh, it's term Tuesday, I already know, is that when we're working with somebody is to give that little taste of something like that because it makes it just, again, so it snowballs from there. It goes from uphill to downhill, I feel like. When you're like, oh, this does work. You know, I'm, I, I, can, I can do this. I can keep making videos. People care about what I say. Mm -hmm. Then it really starts to take off. That's why I yeah. think people like Anthony are so confident. You get business off social media, it's, you're going you're gonna to open up, you know, your personality. You're going to feel confident doubling down on the things you say. If somebody calls you and says, I saw this post about X and I'm going to hand you my money, that's where his posts are going to come from. You know, that's what builds, that's what builds what everybody knows what they're going to do. Um, makes it easier to figure out your content when you know it works. Yep. Agreed. What is going on in the comments? They're I'm, writing a, they're writing a script for a truthful mutual. <laughs> awesome. Um, all right, let's jump in. Are we able to summarize this or is this just going to be a terrible episode from here on out? Uh, yeah, well, we're off here. the record. Let's go off the record. <laughs> Appreciate you guys for being here. We're going to switch it and jump to the comments and see what is happening. I've, I've been slowly glancing over and trying to pay attention as well as I can. <laughs> it's good stuff. Truthful mutual content. Time for a teaser. Cool. More, more truthful mutual. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't even think I watched the full one last time. I think I got cut off. You know, kids, man, kids. I forgot to go back. Um, let's see, Anthony, we need to get Corey, Ryan, Nick, Zach, and Sid to be in the next Truthful Mutual. I was just about to say something about that. Didn't know if we should start talking offline to tease that, but now he said it out loud. Um, uh, <laughs> we, could, we could be like the guys on the, um, 
you know, on the Ben Stiller movies where they're like, they, they're, they're mocking like ESPN, like they're the announcers. Yeah. We'll do that with the show with Truthful <laughs> Mutual. <laughs> we have to figure this out. We'll all have to do this one day. I'm, uh, I'm definitely in. How far is that a drive this, for, for us? This is, this is where the, the water starts to get real hot. <laughs> you basically have created a faux company with faux content. <laughs> this would be good. Yeah. LPL would be calling. Uh, <laughs> I agree. Hey, I had a, I had a $25 or, or like a $17 black sheet. Um, and I didn't like it. So I took it down. So we're, we're working on it. We're working on it. Um, <laughs> uh, I would love to do that. That would be that would be hilarious, especially from the marketing perspective. That would be that would be hilarious. We would get no work done trying to build that video of making sure that was hilarious. I still want to know, like I'm dying to know someday to speak to someone in the LPL home office as to like the eye rolls that go on when you guys roll content out. I feel like it's like this, like there's only, there's probably a, a handful of people that actually care. Most people are probably looking and thinking it's hilarious and no, like obviously LPL is full of like a bunch of real people, but then I'm, there's gotta be somebody like, is oh like, God. yeah, there has to be. there's gotta be at least one person high up who oversees and is just like, okay, whether business development compliance or it's, like, it's they probably have the alerts on that, like when, when these guys are posting it, like alerts them like so-and-so posted and like, Oh shit. Yeah. Like, <sighs> um, well, we're going to have to get this going somehow. How far is that? Where are the Carolinas? What's me? Six hours. Depends which one I'm going to six to nine. Let's call it. That's a far drive. <laughs> we better shoot some videos. Let me tell you what, we, we keep our OSJ. Yeah, busy. I totally keeping the OSJ busy. It's amazing. <laughs> hey guys, uh, <laughs> I got I got forty seven emails. You guys didn't happen to drop another video, did you? There's like a there's there's an interactive graph that's like how much money they make for us and how much compliance <laughs> we have to push. And it's when it crosses that line, it's like this whole thing's done. If they're <laughs> smart, it's obviously bringing the attention of good advisors and people who are planning and in my, in my opinion, but you're right. It's about, well, it's probably about, it's probably more about relationships and politics and bureaucracy, but uh, still who knows, you know, what's amazing. Like I've been doing this. I've been connected to a lot of you guys for over a year now, like and keeping an eye on, I mean, Anthony and Keith, I've been following and Ryan, like I've been in the feed watching for, probably 24 or 36 months, like back to even the corporate days, I was seeing the yellow tracksuit. Mm -hmm. There's only like two dozen advisors in the whole country doing a good job at marketing themselves. We're all connected to the same people. So we see it all the time. And people no, think I, they're competing. I refuse to believe that you know there I mean? are people out there that are doing a really good job that I haven't seen yet. I refuse to believe that. No, that's my, that's my point where I'm saying that People see like because we're all connected, you only see the handful that are willing to compete almost every day and the one that are good compete every day, rise to the top. And then you see all of them. And I think a lot of people don't end up doing anything because you're like, you know, Anthony's funny. That's not me. Keith is good at video. That's not me. Nick does drawings. And then and then it's like, well, what are you going to do? You know, all the so wait, you're saying that there's like this is the part that I'm struggling with. There's like, what, 200,000 advisors in the country. 
Yeah. And there's three dozen that are capable of putting out a lot of good content consistently. No, of like not. I'm saying people don't put out content because they see they're like, oh, that spot's taken. I I, 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 I don't know. I believe I, you. It's just wild. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I try to post every day. I don't, I don't know. I don't do that. Let me I'm just further on the record, guys, the world is abundant and oh. your, your demo does not know who these other people are. So if that spot's taken in North Carolina, take the spot in Denver, Colorado, own it. A lot of people are, uh, Michael. Yeah. He does Mc a great job. McElvey. Yeah. A hundred percent. I'm thinking about reaching out to him as well. I just, it's, I don't know. I just didn't want to. We, we had Panko coming on. I just didn't want to keep reach, reaching out to people who had, um, uh, I don't do video content. I, don't, I guess they all can share something. Why not? There's only so many. Like you said, there's only so many people. If that's if that's who you guys want to see, if that's what you guys want. Wait, wait. What was your excuse not to have? Someone? I just wanted to spread them out because I felt like we were going back to back on on. Oh yeah, video. spread them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it was like Panko's video, and then he was kind. Of, although they're they're different, but still. Oh, I, I mean, like, I just would say we need to parse out the guests from, like, we can't go Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We need to go every Friday or something. No, like every that. Friday we're doing that. Yeah, 100%. It, it's We need to be able to promote correctly. Overlapping each other was dumb. And I think it just would have spread the show out a lot better. I think it made some weeks really cool. But then it's, like, on or off. You know, we're somewhere yeah. dead. because I we like did Mike's a cadence. I want to get to know um, his cadence is interesting. I want to know a little bit about his setup, where he's doing these videos, because it seems like he's either using a studio or he's built something quite interesting in his office. Yeah, I I am as well. When I'm when I had my black background and in, in my mind, I was thinking it would be something like that where you would see me, but like a fade of something. But then I realized no, that wouldn't make sense because it's all black. Like light can't, can't. Yeah, you're right. Keith. His, his cadence is definitely like you're, you're interested. He's telling you a story, like a mystery, like you're interested in what's coming next. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like the late jams. We can like, pour some drinks and relax a little bit. Yeah. You know, we, we can't just start drinking because we have a West coast guest. No, I'm just kidding. We can, we should start. We should just start drinking in the morning. See how that goes with the show. Let's just switch it up. Let's just switch it up. Let's just flip the show on its head. Um, so you guys need to stop trying to change what Ryan's got going on because it's like the it's it's a juxtaposition. If we let Ryan maintain his setup, it provides balance. Like we both can't. It's it's good. Ryan's got the situation here there, and I've yeah. got my situation. This is here. art. This is your art. Enjoy this. It even look look. That's what that's what my wall does. What does your wall do, Keith? No. I, I heard when you said that. I heard um, what's his name come through your voice. Uh, um, can't think of his name, but yeah. Um, Who's the goofy actor? Can't think of his name. There's so many. He's like fifty. Uh, I, I don't know why I can't think of his name. I don't know. Farrell, Will, Will Farrell. Yeah. yeah. I like Will Ferrell. He's hilarious. Um, I agree. I, you know, you know, I've been thinking about a background of what Why I. Why does there. every show become your background conversation? Because it's the obsession. It's it's what the people want. 
<laughs> so don't change it. <laughs> a virtual cat background. Yeah, we lose the conversation. You know what I'll do? Maybe I'll have like one new object we'll, I'll put on my wall and I'll have everybody vote about what it is like once a week and see. I don't know. I don't I don't care about anything. I don't. I do like three things. I do like this. I do like jujitsu. I watch movies and stuff. Um, and that's the thing I think about is like maybe movie posters, but I'm not going to buy like 30 movie posters and keep changing them. You know, I'm just, maybe I'll do it once a week. I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Just enjoy beige wall. Enjoy the shadows. It's mysterious. You don't know what's going on back there. There's, is there, is there three of me? Is it a shadow? You don't know. Nobody does. You'll never figure it out. You took the plant down. Yeah. I wasn't feeling it. We'll have to do something <laughs> different. I've See, you're you're focusing on my background, taking the, taking the noise off of your background. Yeah, I didn't like it. Mm. Well, well, this is certainly off the record. Did you change any of your cards? I've just got my Tiger Woods stuff getting ready for golf season. Nice. Uh, have you been selling any? No, we're in a bit of a lull. Um, I actually did pretty well getting offloading some stuff in february and then i was i started buying which i shouldn't have done and i paid a little much for a few things uh, luckily it's lebron so that stuff will bounce back but we're in a little bit of a pullback now that the card market is like talk about volatile it's like bitcoin yeah really i agree it's like yeah um so i want to talk about this for a second the green screen i'm telling you a simple green screen will work keith suggested it I sometimes I think they look tacky. I agree. And I, and I can see that it's a green screen. I I'm I I again, shadowy beige wall not ideal. Completely agree. I'm just saying if I'm going to do something, I, can, I don't know if it's better or not. I, I just wanted it to be something I actually like. And I'm I'm iffy about the green screen. That's the only reason I'm thinking that way. You can see the highlights around. It looks weird. I don't know. Uh, I need to get a, yeah, you're right, Keith. Well, Keith, what's, what's a green screen done right? I mean, I thought you just like stand here. I click a, I click a button that says green screen. And then I think the problem, like, yeah, off. it looks like it blurs around your head. That's kind of, and then you move and it sometimes it, yeah. you see it. And I, I don't know. It's just, you're not on a beach. I know you're not on a beach. So I have the, <laughs> I have the, uh, uh, like capacity down here. Yes, Absolutely. You drive up here and then fix my whatever. I'll drive down there and truthful mutual it up. That's the deal. Hey, honey, I've got someone coming for the weekend. Oh, who? <laughs> my buddy Keith Wilson. He He's had it with my <laughs> he's just, He just shows up at my house. Stacy jumping in. Green screens are kind of whack. Just get some flair on that wall. See, hey, now, what are you doing hanging out in the background, not dropping comments? Like, what, <laughs> what, what, what are we qualifying as flair? How many pieces of flair? What was that from? What was the pieces of flair from? Oh, it's a movie. That's going to kill me. That's, uh, they worked at a, at a target or something, didn't they? And they put pins on them. No, it was, it was uh, Jennifer Aniston and she was working at like a restaurant. That's right. Like a TGI Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just forget why she was there or what she was doing or what the movie was. I just remember hit. I just remember friends. Flair. Flair. I need more flair. Office space. Oh, it's probably all over the place, honestly. I'm sure it's there too. 
Um, Office Space is too old for you, right? I I watch. You probably I've, never seen that. I've I've I I've watched Office Space. Obviously, right. uh, is it too old? Is it really? I don't know. Maybe, You're I mean, 32. You, I bet you were definitely in high school when that came out. Okay. Well, still, uh, that too too much of a classic and too much of a movie person to have skipped uh, Office Space. So, um, yeah, love Office Space. I actually have a meme that I shared. That's office space related. That proves that I've seen it. <clears throat> I believe you. I take your word for it. I just was they were hitting surprised. the copier, and I had LPL advisors, and the copier was BranchNet because it was a terrible program for anybody who's LPLs. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, anti and she worked at Chachkis. What what movie right. was it? This is certainly off the record. <laughs> this is killing me. This is better than the show. I can't go do any work until somebody tells me what that movie is, or I'm going to have to go jump on Google and figure it out. All right. I'm bailing for work. All right. We're done. Um, 15 Love pieces, Claire. All right. See you guys. Have a good day, and we will see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening. We hope that you find value in this show. We hope that you find value in MCO Advisors. You finding success means everything to us. If you found value in this show, please leave us a rating. Thank you all. Talk soon.